It's another week of me having a podcast, and instead of me being alone and talking about whatever it is is going on in my life, I actually have someone else here with me to talk about the things going on in my life and the world around the both of us. My name is Brian Saviano, and joining me today is someone that I have known for not even a year, but has somehow uh, found his way through the back alleyways of the Brick City Club and Lounge and snuck in into the VIP room and is now in a lot of the content I do across the internet. And for the first time on this podcast here, we have Jeff McElwee, who always intentionally spells his name wrong everywhere he goes. Except this time. Oh, this is your actual name. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, this isn't any of the Lego nonsense we usually do, so I wanted to actually kind of be professional. Ooh, some yeah. sense of professionalism. Uh, if you are watching the video version of this podcast, you'll see he actually has a new shelf behind him and a light, which was not it's there fantastic. before. Yeah, that, no, it's great. It's great. Um, I'm bringing Jeff on for this one. Because through my um, outward cries on the internet that were not directed at anybody specifically, he came up with a lot of questions that are probably copy and pasted from, you know, the blogs that are like, what questions do you ask someone when you meet them for the first time and you don't want it to be awkward? And some of them are probably genuine questions he thought of. I don't know, actually. Uh, like five of them are copy and pasted. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So 114 of these okay. are legit Jeff questions that I ask myself sometimes. That's good. So obviously not getting to all 114 today. This would be a reoccurring oh. thing just to stimulate the conversation a little bit more. And, you know, when I end up sitting down to record anything, there's only so many things I have on my mind. And it always works out better for really anybody when you have at least one other person there to work off of you and stimulate the conversation and you know, Jeff could mention something I've never thought of or wouldn't think of in a normal train of thought and then provokes an answer, which is probably an interesting one, hopefully. Uh, Let's so we'll, hear it. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, for those who may not know who you are, Jeff, who are you, what do you do, and why should anyone care? Uh, like Brian said earlier, I'm Jeff McAwee. Um Literally found my way into Brian's life and was like, well, here I am. And that's basically been it. Um, through him and a couple of other uh, people, I've been inspired to do my own thing on uh, YouTube. And um, mostly it just, it, I talk about Lego, I curse like a sailor, so don't bring your kids. But every last Sunday of the month, which is probably the most important thing to me, I talk about mental health and behavioral health and how we can have different coping methods for that and how we can have different ways to live with what we have and it's not survive but live with that's that's a big distinction because survival means you're constantly fighting living with means that you've accepted all of these things and you have to move forward you know so um i don't use lego to demonstrate that i give examples of how lego could help you with that to a degree but it's not about that so i also uh found my way on to beyond the brick i'm not really sure how i think someone lost money Probably. Anywho, and I do bits. That's about it. So Jeff is a pretty funny guy, which means he has been through a lot because no funny people are just naturally funny without some sort of incredible amount of trauma to really just stir the pot. 
So, uh, yeah, I've had a pretty difficult life. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that, that kind of gives you a little bit of a cue into the insight of, of him and we'll, we'll find more about him, maybe even through some of these questions here. So it is still a family friendly show, but the topics can still go to stuff where we're not talking about sunshines and rainbows. You know how it goes around here. That's the bar, the bar and the tone I set. So that's why I wanted Jeff specifically to be on here to just ask these questions to me and to himself as well. Cause that's a, a part of it. It's not just me venting about my life. It's ta- having a discussion with somebody else potentially yeah. if they're around and Jeff is around. So these questions are going to be very detailed. Take many sessions to get through but it's not to be rushed well however however amount of time is needed for one question we'll just go into it so yeah are you ready Freddy? i am as ready as i possibly can be sir all right so say you and some buddies well say you were walking down the uh, coast of um, massachusetts in the you know near the massachusetts bay lit Sure. Unfortunate accident happened one day with a, a woman, um, Brenda. If uh, you know, died in that snorkeling accident. Right. Anyway, it's crazy sorry, how that sorry. happens. No, it's sorry. fine. No, it's fine. She, be- beautiful woman, she was. Uh huh. She really was. Had a large impact on all of our lives. All right, let's get let's get it. A large impact because she was a big woman too. Yep, yep. yep. Nothing's wrong with big ladies. No, what a life. No, no. no. If a genie granted you three wishes right now, what would you wish for, Brian? Ooh. All right. So that's a big question, obviously. Uh, Something that I've answered, depending on how many caveats you want to put in there, uh, because obviously those genies, they like to be finagly with like, oh, but you wish for a million dollars, but not a million U.S. dollars, you know, stuff like that. Um. The, the, well, let's assume let's assume that the genie is not a jerk. Okay, the genie is de- uh, reasonable. Yeah, reasonable. Well, one of the the things the things that I think about with the three wishes are things that I don't want to ever have to worry about. And although it may seem very surface level in some way, I would want to make the wish of. I wish I had a billion dollars because that way that money that I had could be invested in all these other different things. So I never have to worry about money ever again. My family never has to friends, the people I believe in that is plenty of money to do whatever I want with to never run out of money, quote unquote, as long as I'm responsible and all that other stuff. So that would, that would be one of them off the bat easily. One billion U.S. dollars untaxed is what I would tell the genie, or or already taxes deducted, whatever. Right? It's just magically in the account. Um, for number two, it would have to be some some succinct way of saying good health to those I love, in some way, whatever way that would be, because that is something money can't fix, money can't buy. And the third thing, I'm trying to think of like the things that could be entirely out of my control that would warrant a genie. I don't really know. I, I, I haven't put like too much thought into it. I, I've thought about more so like if I won the lottery, what I would do, how I would spend and allocate the money. That I've delved into a bit more. But the third one, 
I feel like I would say I can't save him, can I? No, probably not. Nah, get. I would say give me. Like let, let's, whatever, whatever it takes to let the anxiety go away. I don't know. Peace of mind, maybe. There you go. Yeah, I think that's a good one. That is a good one. Peace of mind is a good one. That's what, for sure. What would you do for three wishes? Oh, Superman's powers. First okay. one, boom, out of the way. Yep. Yeah, that's Second good. one, anytime I open up my wallet, $100 bill in there. Third one, immortality. Now, that's a gift and a curse, that immortality there, because all your friends and family eventually die. Yeah, but you're Superman. You can just fly off to another planet. That's true. Yeah. Man, you're dead. No, those aren't those aren't my wishes at all. Well, I don't know, but you, you were you were thinking well after what I was thinking human wise. Like I'm just yeah. No. Now, uh, the money, of course, would be a thing because it has to be a thing. You know, that's one of our biggest worries in life. Um, goodwill and peace on earth. The yeah. second one, you know, and the third one, um, I would wish that all of my friends and family would be happy. You know, however that happens or whatever, just that, you know, they're happy. Well, see, I, I would I would say that. But then I think like my, you know, 13 year old cousin would hurt like her definition of being happy is dating that wrong guy at school. And I'm like, all right, well, that's not. Yeah, that's a, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> good. Good health is why I went with that one. Like, all right, you're healthy. No, no cancers. No, you're good. The right. happiness, you got to figure out whatever that means. Well, I think, yeah, everybody's got to figure out their own happiness. But yeah. 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 All right. So you ready for the next one? Absolutely. All right. So the, I'm, I'm starting light, Brian, so we don't get the hard-hitting okay. facts yet. Because th these take a real nosedive after a certain while, and it's like, <laughs> that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite book slash movie of all time, and why does it speak to you so much? You can pick a genre because there's multiple genres of okay. favorite movie. I understand this. Yes, you are. You are a man of class. Um, with with books, man, I haven't like thoroughly read a book in far too long, and and I I know it's because when I read, I always skim and skip lines constantly. I always, 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 always do it. And I, I've tried getting into audiobooks because I know that I do that and I can listen to it. And I've done it in chunks where it's like two hours here, three hours there, whatever. Um, but I do that with like messages and everything just so I get a gist of like, what does this per person want from me? Shout out video, whatever. Okay, boom. And then log it away, come back to it. But like reading, I always feel like I'm skipping over um, what's happening. So I haven't gravitated toward books probably for that reason and because I'm lazy. Um, in terms of movies, there's, yeah, like you said, there's obviously different genres. <sighs> I wish I had a movie off the bat that wasn't like a Fairweather fan, like, answer. Like, oh, the first Iron Man movie. But does that, like, speak to me? No, not, you know, not like well, that. What about like the Shawshank Redemption or, or, or the Green Mile or a film, a film, film. you know, not like I'm going to go watch Iron Man beat up Hydra people. <laughs> yeah, not not quite know. on that level. No. All right. Uh, I do have those movies. We all do. 
It's just a matter of, of thinking them up. Uh, one of them, actually, that I can think of that I've only seen once and I've been meaning to rewatch it for so many, so many years. Uh, it's called The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. That's a good movie. It's a very good movie about him just like going up and off and going on an adventure, which I obviously want to do. Um, I really, in terms of animated movies, really like Cars, unironically. And I love the story. I love what... Uh, I know, I know. I, I, I like what it, it... It just cracks me up so much every time I hear that, man. I, know. I don't know why. I'm sorry. No, because it's talking cars. It's stupid. But, like, the story of the guy who is a super big famous guy has all this stuff, but he doesn't have all this stuff. And, like, going away to uh, a town that is nowhere near anything else. Like, there, there's a certain appeal for me with that. Not that I'm like the famous guy, but the li- instead of living the life with the the constant and always go, go, go on, you know, do, do the next thing, work on this thing or that thing, like taking it slow. And instead of being concerned about, you know, reaching the widest audience online, you're concerned with dealing with the relationships you have locally and developing them to the highest extent you can. And I love that. And my life is the exact opposite of that right now. COVID even out of the picture. It's always been that way. So mm-hmm. that's why I like I love that movie a lot. Um, other ones to throw in there. Uh, Birdman. Very good. Very, very good. And um, uh, The Truman Show. Really enjoy The Truman Show. Truman Show was good. That was a, that was a solid movie. Not, not a lot of people like The Truman Show. And it's like, well, it's Jim Carrey after, you know, post- Ace Ventura and the mask and all that nonsense. And it's like, he can act. Well, yeah. We don't like this. We're done. You know, <laughs> but oh, it's okay. still very good. It's got a great message to it too. And it's a great also, commentary. It's, it's great movie. It's great commentary on life and everything else. And it also brought to life a psychological issue that some people have. They believe that they live in a simulation. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God we don't. Or do we? Or do we? <laughs> or do we? <laughs> All right, so do you want me to answer that, or do you? Do you... Yeah, yeah. Right, I, right, I, right, I prefer you answer all of them. All right, we'll do that. Okay, I didn't know if you're trading off or not. Yeah. I apologize. All right, so there's there's five movies that I think of when I when somebody asks me this question. Uh, the first one is not Ghostbusters, so hold on to your butts. Uh, what dreams may come with Robin Williams, uh, a wonderful movie that uh, gets the old tear ducts working really hard. Um, it's about um, Robin Williams plays a doctor who, who dies, he passes away, and he goes to heaven, and heaven to him is a painting that his wife did, or paintings that his wife liked and appreciated, or in his kids, or whatever else, and it's a very heart-wrenching movie, and it avoids the whole concept of religion, and it just, it really spoke to me because of, like, that gave me an insight that I had never thought of before, mm. you know, what you make your own heaven as it were, if you believe in all that. So, yeah. Um, the second movie is up in the air, which is a romantic dramedy. Um, it's about George Clooney who, uh, flies across the United States to fire people. And he doesn't have connections with people. He's like a one night stand guy, the whole nine yards. Right. He meets the woman of his dreams and yada shmada, and you're like, oh, it's going to work out. Nope. It doesn't. 
and that movie is about oh this is gonna sound super lame <laughs> about the journey rather than the destination which i think is the most important fact of life you know um i'll, I'll go one more movie and then i'll stop talking about it um uh blade runner so blade runner made me question everything not in the sense of like it made me question what's real and what's not what makes something real and that's you know that's it that's a great conversation especially going into the digital age where more and more people are valuing digital assets more than anything physical but that's that's a different podcast or different absolutely (laughs) absolutely um i mean it's like it's the same way it's been with the stock market since god knows who knows long you know so like but we're not going to talk about the stock market. It's all magic money. None of it matters. None of it matters. Well, I mean. It matters. But not technically. <laughs> got some of this other day. <laughs> all right. Moving right along. So what's your biggest regret in life so far? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got I got a couple. The biggest let's, let's one? Go, no, well, well. We're not going to talk about the girl at PAX, so... No, that, I mean, that's obvi- obviously, <laughs> obviously, that If you're one. out there, find him. He's handsome. He makes good money. His mother will love him. Yeah, her mother will, will love me. Um, <sighs> Biggest regret? Well, luckily, even the things I have regretted have impacted me and, and brought me you know yeah regret it probably means like to me something that like happened that didn't need to happen and impacted my life only in a negative way i would say at least as of recently not taking the time needed to continue with the relationships with my friends because this job this this whole thing is so involved even if you're just doing a podcast but if you're also doing live stream like you 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 know you're producing content in whatever way while also marketing all of it and responding to questions about it there's so many different facets of what it is and because it's so involved, you're spending even more hours than you would if you were just doing one of those things. Like like being a social media person, to do everything to the most of its capacity is a job, which is why there are social media people. And for one person to do it, for even two people or three people to do it is almost impossible consistently with quality. So my position is doing what you can, when you can, as often as you can and the downside of that is you get not as much time to dedicate to the things that you really value unless you really take that time and you know because i'm young relatively like you know now is the time for me to get to work and build it and build and build but then also if i'm not happy if i'm not enjoying myself in that moment what is it all for? So it's definitely, and especially this past year, not being around the friends that I want to and fostering those relationships. 
is the biggest one, which can very easily be remedied, and I'm excited to do so. Well, good. I, I hope it works out for you that way. Friendships, uh, friendships are a rather tricky subject with myself. I, uh, oh man, it's it's very difficult for me to have friends because of the way that I am, the way that I live, the way that I was, everything, all that. And like, when I pick somebody or pick a group of people or whatever, you know, that I'm, you're stuck with me for 30 years. So enjoy. Um, moving right along. Biggest regret, getting married to my ex-wife. That's always a solid one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I wasted so many years with um, that person and I grew as a human being and all that crap and everything else, but like, I I shouldn't have. Uh, I broke her heart. I broke her family's heart. I ruined what she thought was going to be her future. And if I could take it back, I would. And not the not getting divorced thing, but the getting married thing. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. So. I live my life right now in a position that there aren't many things that I regret overall, but the things that I do regret are, are relatively small in scale, which is probably an issue because I don't take many risks, which I need to do more often. But also I've avoided a lot of nonsense and bad stuff. Probably. You have, that's, um, that's one of the things about, living a cautious life like you do because you you know you exist as an entity online as bricks o'brien all right kids let's play minecraft you know but like when it gets down to it it's like you have to step away from that because people will see you as bricks o'brien but really you're you're brian saviano and brian saviano doesn't exist sometimes you know like that line gets blurred and you're like i don't want to keep doing this i don't want to be bricks o'brien and you know you everybody's put you up on this pedestal and you're just i don't want to be up on this pedestal you know uh, par part of me wants to be on the pedestal because i have enough confidence in myself that if i manage to gather yeah, a hundred thousand people in a in a sphere. Then I know that I can channel that to do good, not mm -hmm. just for me, but like the charity stuff, promoting a positive message, making people laugh. Like I know in myself that I, I know I can do that, so I mm -hmm. want to do that. And if I don't do that, I feel like. I'm not hitting as much of a potential as I could, but I've already done so much and I've had like slivers of it with the charity stuff that I've done and making people laugh. I get comments almost every day about it. So why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I strive for it and keep doing it over time? So that's, I don't want the fame. I don't, I don't want awards. I don't want the whatever, like, all that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. You and I, okay. Okay. So, showbiz to the side for a moment we're gonna look through the fourth wall you and i talk differently than you talk with other people yeah simply because you and i are the way that we are and i didn't become a fan of yours as much as i was like i kind of want to get to know brian not bricks o'brien but brian and yep i don't regret any of that 
and uh, it's difficult to be like, say in 20 years, you're doing the Brian Saviano talk show, you replace Conan, you've got your sidekick and aging Jeff, who's thin for some reason and still smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. And, you know, it's like, well, it's, hey, there's Brian and that's his sidekick, Jeff. And it's like, would you really want to be recognized everywhere you went? Would you want that mob right. mentality? Would you? Um, that's. I think that's a question that like everybody asks themselves, or maybe some people never even think about it because they think like, oh, fame is is you get recognized everywhere. But like, I I'm at a point even right now where people message me and I'm like, I don't want to deal with it. And I literally throw my phone across the office because I just don't want to deal with it. Whatever whatever it is, it, it, it's not anyone being malicious or annoying it's just like you know this person wants my attention or that person that even like friends or family i'm just like i don't i i want to be disconnected so imagine if you're actually famous and you are recognized by your face or by your voice by the vast majority of the public good and bad Mm, that like hard hard pass hard pass you, but you can be in for it you just need to know what you're getting into and be willing to make that sacrifice in your head which you won't really understand the the severity of until you're there mm-hmm. but some people they're like they love it be, i mean a lot of people don't love it that aren't celebrities but a lot of people are like oh yeah i want the paparazzi and they play into it and all that but you never have any privacy really mm-hmm. ever and the the going back to the money thing like if you know the genie billion dollars and whatever i've thought about if i won the lottery what i would do and i wouldn't tell anybody a because no matter what from that point on all your relationships are skewed one second so is that like i wouldn't tell anybody but people would know and you turn your house into like castle gray school or something or like the pokemon trainer house no mean. so I, okay, uh, I, to make a shirt. I would tell <laughs> no one. Okay. I would... I, I have a whole... Uh, we could talk about that afterward if we won the lottery. But, okay. But, like, after that point, and if you're famous too, all your relationships are skewed. You never know if someone is with you because they want to be friends with you or because they want something from you. And money, right. So, like, do you want to do that? I, Me on paper, I do. But also, no. Well, I mean, that's why you need to surround yourself with a very large band that uh, will meet people across convention. Right, and that's you. Yeah. There you go. See? Yeah. What would you do if you won the lottery? If I won the lottery? $300 million after taxes. Lump sum. Oh, right. Would you take the lump sum or take it weekly or monthly? I take the monthly. I would too. Emily and I would disappear. Good. Nobody would ever see us again. Nobody would ever. Our family would know where we were at, and that was it, and some close friends. But besides that, Jeff who? Yep. Oh, he's on an island. And on that island, DHL plans a helicopter full of Lego bricks every every month. There you go. But we don't know where else he is at. Like, that would be... I'm already a hermit. So I mean, like, that would be ideal. I have an island in the Pacific... Leave me alone. And that's where I would just hang out. Pretty simple. That's fair. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's easier than my plan. I have a whole. You have a tier listing. I kind of do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. First thing I do, tell no one, tell literally no one at all. I go to cash it. Well, no, I don't. I go to a financial advisor and a lawyer immediately. And then whatever they tell me to do, whatever, I take it monthly. But then I go to cash it in and, you know, they put you on TV when you get the big payout or whatever. I do the the most ornate outfit that is out of character for me, but somehow simplistic enough that people know, like, like something. Like if you saw it, you're like, so I would do something like that. I wouldn't show my actual face unless I have to. If so you borrow I, Justin's mantis mask. Yes. Yes. But knowing me, I'd be like, oh, well, I want to incorporate it. What I would do afterward, the grandmaster plan, I don't know what it would be, but I want to be able to form a company and be able to pay like graphic designers or animators or just like like an entire team's worth of people to just make stuff, like empower people to, to do that. Whatever it is, it doesn't need to be all bricks. O'Brien, like the brand, it can be like, like, oh, I got this idea for an animation. What, what does the animation team think? Let, like, just to f- throw money into it. So, okay, so which that's called philanthropy for one. Secondly, um, uh, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. I think that would be one of the best things that anybody with that amount of money, fictional or not, could do. Was in you know. There's a lot of struggling artists out there that don't need to be struggling. Uh, we both know one, and we both talked about this before briefly, like what would be one of the things we would do. We'd make sure that Mr. Hinkle was taken care of for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. you know, and just be like, draw for well, us. Well, see, no, I, I wouldn't just give him a lot of money. I'd give him a job. He's got to work for it. Well, he's, yeah, that's what I mean. He, he's yeah. not getting a free payday. No, 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 no. no, 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 no None no, of these people no. are. That's fair. I got the payday. Yeah. Not them. So would you pay me to tell jokes or write your jokes for you we can talk okay when this fictional lottery thing happens right we are set <laughs> right all right where do you go when you need some inspiration like you're you're not feeling the creation and you're just like i need to i need to feel something where, where do you where do you look to where do you go oh man uh you would think it's video the answer to any of these questions is not video games believe it or not I don't doubt it. Yeah. Um, I like... Music is the easiest thing for me to do. Listen to music. And you're, and you're into the, to the hippity-hoppity and the, and the rappity-rappity. Yeah. Yes. And and from what I... You know, you've, you've let out little snippets lately of how you're like into like lo-fi and synthwave music as well, just that background. You know, I, it's good stuff. I, I've yeah. been listening to it for a while, and it's good stuff. It's relaxing. It's calm. It's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- that's the easiest thing for me and hip hop music for no matter how you feel about it is a genre that takes pride in telling stories that go beyond just, you know, uh, drugs or women or whatever. Uh, but there's certain artists and everything else too. You'll, f- you'll find that like anywhere, right? It's not yeah. just hip hop, but th- hip hop takes its pride in that specifically. Um, movies I, I need to be better about exploring and finding that creativity but when i do find a really good movie that gives perspective and and really makes you think then i'm I'm all in for it 
Um, but I don't go artsy. That's the main reason I never went into film school was because I knew I had to like watch this, uh, you know, Italian noir film that's in black and white with no subtitles and no English dub. Like, okay. Sounds great. It sounds awesome. Like I want to make cool stuff. I don't care. I want to make a Marvel movie and call it a day, but I know I knew I had to go into that stuff and research all that and appreciate it in order to go to film school. And I knew I couldn't do it. So I was just like, nope. Fair enough. Not dropping six figures on a piece of paper like that. No. No, that's fair. So that, that, that segues into a kind of a different question that's not on my list. What Marvel movie would you make? Ooh. I had thought about writing. This answer might surprise you. I had thought about writing a script for Carnage. I could see you going with Carnage, actually. It's it's not hard to describe how you'd want to get out some of those urges that you feel on paper and translate that into a psychopath with superpowers. I just think it's such a... It's an interesting story that you would need to modify in very creative ways to do PG-13, which I would try to. Because his backstory is very messed up. Super messed up. But they're apparently doing it in the Venom movie, which I think is done. Isn't that another done movie? Yeah, it's sitting on a hard drive somewhere. And so it's rated stupid. R, so there you so go. dumb. So yeah. they're apparently doing it. I'm curious how they're going to do it. Because I thought, I thought of like any movie, Marvel movie, they would never do one on the big screen. And to me, it's carnage. But apparently I'm wrong. The, the second one that I had in mind would be a Deadpool and uh, Howard the Duck team-up movie. Like a uh, like a Avengers, but, or rather Guardians, but Deadpool is a star along with Howard the Duck and whoever else. You'd want to do a buddy cop movie with Howard the Duck and Kinda. Deadpool? And the reason, the only reason I say that is because I thought of the vehicle, what it would be, and I, I just ran with it. So you've seen them before, but it's, it's a giant, um, you know... It's a vehicle that goes on land and then into the water. It's a giant duck boat. And that would obviously be their vehicle, obviously. So they would ride a duck boat through the city with, like, all sorts of guns and, like, armor around it. And just going through, like, the water canals and, like, onto land and, like, avoiding the copters. I just think it'd be cool. No, you're not wrong. Yeah. So that's what I would do. Absolutely. What would you do? Oh, I've got two myself as well. Sure. Uh, so, oh, sure. Um, so the first one would be uh, Silver Surfer. I'd want to do an entire origin story of Silver Surfer, how he became the Herald, and then that movie would lead into a Fantastic Four flick, and they would be the vehicle for, you know, that, that whole yeah line of films that would come with Galactus and everything else. Uh, the second one, second Marvel film, I would really like to one day tackle and write, uh, Maybe not direct, but right, definitely right, would be uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight has a very interesting story. He's got schizophrenia, um, so it's awesome. It's basically Marvel's Batman, but better. Right. So I think that would be an interesting story to do about a man with mental health issues um, who hears voices, but only one of those voices is an actual voice that he hears and not ones that he's made up. So that'd be kind of neat. Well, we're going to find out about Moon Knight soon enough. I know. I'm super excited. You have yeah. literally no idea. Um, I'd also want to make a S.H.I.E.L.D. movie. Like, get like a young 
Nick Cage in there involved and like, you know, throw in and Peggy Carter because it's Peggy Carter and, you know, Peggy Carter's good stuff and have like her last adventure or whatever with you know, within S.H.I.E.L.D., the, the company that she created and right. do like a cool spy espionage film like that and, you know, throw in superpowers, I guess. No, but you got Black Widow sitting on a hard drive. That's her spy espionage movie. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> it's definitely sitting on a hard drive. Same with Ghostbusters, man. So sad. State of affairs, man. It sucks so much. Yep. All right. So would you be with someone who doesn't have the same beliefs as you, Mr. Wow, Sabiano? that's a that's a solid one. Isn't toss it, it into <sighs> Or would you adapt to their beliefs? I think it depends on what it is and the severity of it. The severity okay. of the 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 disparity in our beliefs. So let's say she is a right-wing Catholic and you are a left-wing Jewish person. I think certain things like that, that might be too much of a difference. Absolutely. Um, I mean, <clears throat> for me, I, I haven't been in a situation like that. And, and most of the people where I'm at all have a very, and the people I surround myself with are pretty much in the same sphere we're in the same ish Venn diagram, mm -hmm. but that's just particular for where I'm at, but it would, yeah. it would depend. It would depend on, you know, how different and do I care about this person enough or do I think I will to want to make it work? But I don't know. Fair enough. If it's something <laughs> outlandish, like, you know, they're a white supremacist, like, nah, I'm good. So okay. funny story. <laughs> I'll sound with that one. <laughs> Um, I, I was attracted to a, a, a gal a long time ago Yep, and she was blonde hair and white and blue eyed. Okay. No problem. Like that's, you know, pretty attractive, pretty funny for the most part. And like took her out a couple of times. And then my little town, we didn't have a lot of people of color. And the first time that we saw one, she went on a rant about how they are taking jobs, taking over, how they don't deserve anything and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there eating my tortellini, and I'm like, hmm. this Italian food's no longer delicious. <laughs> so it turns out that she and her family were part of the Ku Klux Klan and also the state members of the Nazi party. Did you find that out from further researching the Tinder bio? or? Oh, I found that out because uh, she finally invited me to her trailer park home. And I was like, what's with all this? Oh, that's just stuff that we've collected. Okay. I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to go now. Goodbye. And then I never talked to her again. Yeah, I, I haven't found myself in the company of Nazis ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't. No. Just, it's not no. a good time. No. Uh, it's. Nope. Yeah, no. I. Luck, yeah, I haven't. I haven't liked someone and then their differences have been so polarizing that I question it. So right. if it happens, I'll let you know. I, I'm just going to advise you now. Don't date the hot Nazi girl, Brian. I will take your advice to the bank and back again. Thank you. You're welcome. You hear that, kids? No Nazis. Nazis are bad. Say no to Nazis. Say no to Nazis. Yes. And say hello to any of my merchandise instead. Really? I don't know. Okay. 
trying to segue from Nazis. Go ahead, try. Go ahead. All right. Buy what my coffee. What, 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 do you, what, what do you want to ask? What, what, are the, what are the qualities you're looking for in someone you want to grow old with? Empathy. Not being a Nazi. Not being a Nazi. Having empathy. Uh-huh. It's a solid one. Someone who is um, definitely driven in whatever they want to do. Anything. Um, yeah, someone who doesn't just let life pass them by. And I let life pass me by sometimes, but I know at the end of the day, like, I'm doing stuff that is within my capabilities and all that. Um, I have a pulse. That's a good one. That's a solid one. So, so for hundreds that are listening to this and they want to know, you haven't mentioned male or female yet. Female. Female. Okay. Yes. All right. I So I've gone into the habit because, you know, I want to be as accepting and of whoever is out there. But, like, I've gotten into the habit of saying, like, they instead of saying, like, her, even though it's a woman I'm referring to and a woman I want exclusively. It's just a part of my, you know, I'm trying that's, to get better about it, you know? That's just called being a good human, dude. No yeah. worries. Yeah. Don't explain to me. I understand. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, this is dodgy because it's about dating. Okay. Would you date a trans woman? I <clears throat> so I told you they got worse as we got on. No, no, that's so. fine. Uh, so I've never been in a position where I've been attracted to someone who is trans. I've met mm. a couple of different trans individuals, and when when looking at them, I'm not attracted to any of them who, who have transitioned one way or another. But like, uh, for example, one of my friends is dating someone who is trans and they were a woman and are now a man. And, you know, when they were a woman, pretty, you know, attractive, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's cute. Cool. Sure. And then now that they are a man, I'm like, OK, cool. Not for me that I'm not attracted to guys. And. You know, that's just how it is for me. Like, I, it's not like, uh, oh, because you, you know, it's just naturally how I, how I fall. But I've never been in a position otherwise where I would be attracted to a, a trans woman. So I don't know. Do you think people fall in love because the right person has arrived or because the time is right? Regardless of who that person is that they fall in love with. I think both happens very frequently. Uh, or because the right person is around or when it's convenient for them, basically, right? I think it's a perfect combination of both because I, I do believe that there are instances where two people are right for each other just at the wrong time. And I don't necessarily believe in settling. I that That's what I would hope people don't do is is settle but then even when you think about that well if you never settle like what does settling mean what are you gonna only allow yourself to be with the most perfect person you've ever met ever but even then they're not perfect so does that mean you're settling i i feel like that's part of the discussion too 
That's fair. Um, I think that settling is almost hitting the mark of what you want. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I think this person has most of the qualities that I want. Is not a rampant, you know, racist person. Does not belong to any hate groups. And uh, yeah, that's um, that's really all I can ask for, I guess. Like the the traits that you want the most out of somebody, you really have to examine. And if they have X trait but they don't have Y trait, is that enough for you? Right. You know what I mean? Are you willing to live with that and accept them for who they are? And if you're not, then you always know that you're not going to be able to handle that. And that means you probably shouldn't be together long term. And that's what eight years of marriage taught me. Well, we talked about it right here. There we go. Yeah. Boom, bam. (laughs) That's a a rim shot because we came all the way back around to that. All right. Okay. So this is going to be the last one. Okay. Because I know the answer to this and it's. It makes me laugh because I do this to you quite frequently. What do you use to cope with when you're feeling uncomfortable? Humor. Yeah. All the time. Good. Which makes it so easy to read when people are uncomfortable or otherwise. Man, you can learn so much from the funny people. You you know the people that have been through stuff when they're funny. You can just tell. It's great. I, um... I'm going to talk about our side work that we do together every Tuesday at like noon and beyond the brick, by the way, check that out. Um, I, the moment of loss on your face, when I start a bit, it's, it's a split second of what's he doing. And then just you realizing it and then just ducking out of camera view because you're losing it is probably one of my favorite things that has happened this last, this year so far, by the way. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Just like the, the honest reaction of why does he do this? <laughs> oh, this is why. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So yeah, I have many more questions and I hope to do this again with you soon. Yes. No, this has been great. And it's been a wide variety of questions that have for the most part been answered in positive ways. Um, thank you for putting this together and being here and wanting to do this uh for for you know the show it it is appreciated of course any chance to work with you is a chance i will gladly take yes and if you have any questions that you would like to ask me about my life or jeff life or me life or though life in general you can find me all across the internet in whatever way you can find me ask it and i'll put it in the document that doesn't exist yet but now by the time you're listening does I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Be as good to yourself as you can. And do you have any other things to say to the people before we head out of here, Jeff? Nazi free is the way to be. Yeah, that's it. We're wise words to live by. (laughs) Good night.